I'm sure by now you have heard somewhere in some form of fashion, somebody talk about self-compassion. Almost to the point where now it's just a buzzword, you know? It's just one of those things that you hear all the time and you're just like, yeah, 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 I just need to show myself some self-compassion. Got it. But the issue with buzzwords and the issue with taking these very impactful statements and concepts for granted is that we really do lose the value and the significance of what that concept can do for us. And so I want to take this stigma away. I want to take this buzzwordy-ishness about self-compassion away because I want you to really fully grasp this so that you can be more self-compassionate towards yourself. So we're going to be talking about why this is significant and how to implement it in a very simple way, okay? I know sometimes we like strategies and tips and tricks, and so we might do a little of that today, but I really want you to understand the significance of it today because I want you to start practicing this self-compassion today. Today? Today. Let's talk about self-compassion, shall we? If you are new here or returning, I am so thrilled to have you with me here today. My name is Chastity and I'm a licensed therapist and coach and I really, really do love being in this space with you as we talk about different topics that help you feel that you can incorporate yourself into your life. The role as a mother is hard and it's difficult and complicated, but it doesn't mean we have to sacrifice who we are and want to be in order to live out this role in a way that's meaningful and purposeful to us. So thank you for being here. So at the time of this recording, we are gearing up for Mother's Day. And I don't know about you, but listen, Mother's Day is like roll out the red carpet, okay, iron it out, flip it, switch it, give me all of the things, make me feel special and bubbly inside. <laughs> and I don't, I don't really know why, but it's, it's even more important than my birthday, like, I've never really been a, a person that's like, oh, we're going to throw a big birthday bash. But when I became a mom and Mother's Day came around, I'm like, oh, we, we're going to celebrate this because <laughs> there are some things that I do under this role that are significant and they need a little recognition. I think when it comes to motherhood, there are so many invisible things that we do on a day-to-day -day basis. And because there's not this whoa or wowness right in the things that we're doing changing the diapers walking them to school doing the homework like because those things are not like these huge wow moments sometimes it can feel like it's insignificant and that it doesn't have value right but it really truly does there is so much value in those small things that we do we are caring and loving and setting a tone and really the relationship and standard that we want our kids to follow and look for in their future relationships so it is so impactful so significant and so yeah i'm like yeah let's roll out the red carpet now before I became a mom i did celebrate right it's like hey mom I love you. Thank you for being a great mom. You write the cards. Even now, I'm thinking about um, 
when I was growing up in the church, they used to help have us like create these like flowers or make up these songs that we would sing to our moms on Mother's Day. And we'd be walking down the aisle and they'd be smiling. Oh, my baby, you know, wish me a, mother, a happy Mother's Day. And at the time, I don't really think we got how meaningful that was. Right. And maybe you're even thinking and reflecting on some things that maybe you did for your mom. Um, and maybe at the time it's like, yeah, I mean, I gave you this picture and I want you to know that you're important and I love you, but now on this side, you can see, and I'm not sure what it is, but when your children or when the people that are close to you recognize you, they put some respect on your name, right? They put some respect on all of the things that you've been doing for them. It really does something to you. It really highlights how far you've come and stepping into the ownership of this role of mothering, right? It really highlights like, wow, that is important. That is valuable. They do see it. Maybe they don't recognize it as much as I would wish or hope for. But in this day, they are showing me how much they care about the things that I am doing and contributing, right? Like all of this giving that we do to this role as a mom, on Mother's Day, we see it kind of be celebrated. And I think that's why Mother's Day is so important for us. The other thing about that kind of compassion is it's almost like, well, if, if they see it, maybe then too, I can recognize that within myself. If they see how valuable and important and significant I am in their life, maybe maybe I can start to see that too. Maybe I can recognize that the hard work that I'm doing day in and day out, it really does matter. And so then their truth about you becomes your truth about yourself. And so it's like borrowing, if you will, this compassion that they have for you, borrowing it for yourself and just like accepting it. Like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. And so I think when it comes to self-compassion, right? And this borrowing that we do, it really is about, this kind truth, the recognition of truth, that whatever happens, whether it is messy or complicated or unexpected, unplanned, um, messy, right? <laughs> whatever happens, the truth behind those things, even if it's clouded in doubt, right, and insecurity, the truth behind that is that I'm trying and I'm giving my best. And if we can hold on to the truth, if we can adapt that truth for ourselves, then I think that really is true self-compassion. And so I want us to talk about, you know, what it would be like for us to have this ongoing functioning of this self-compassion in the means of it's a truth for myself. It's a recognition of this truth for myself. So I have two very simple ways that we can kind of bring this all together. The first one is to reflect. Now, when you're reflecting, it's all about having intentional thoughts. It's all about this kind of recognition, as we just talked about, this recognition of what's really going on. Like when you have a lot of doubt and insecurities about the things that you are able to do or not able to do, your current situation, I'm not where I should be, um, when all of that is cluttering, the truth gets lost, right? And the recognition of what's actually happened, it can get lost. And we're so focused on the next thing, the next thing, but the now that's actually happening, 
we can get lost in that, right? We don't see the significance of that. But if we are intentional with our thoughts about, all right, so this is the truth about this situation. I love my kids. I love my boo. (laughs) I love my job. I love myself. And these are the ways that I am showing it. Maybe it doesn't look like Instagram. Maybe it doesn't look like Pinterest or whatever. But this is the way that I'm showing it in this season. It's not glamorous. It's not what I expected. But I am still showing up with love. That is the truth. That is the reflection right on that moment. And sometimes it can be hard to believe this kind of good and kind truth about ourselves because we can't really actually see ourselves. Now, I know that makes sense. Like, it's like, well, duh, right? But think about this for a second. We cannot see our facial expressions. We cannot see the pain from the outside in. We can only see it if we're looking at a mirror or if someone tells us something that they recognized about us, right? We're kind of relying on their perspective. So it's really difficult for us to see how much hard work, how much care, how much effort we're actually putting out there in the world because we cannot see each other. I mean, ourselves. (laughs) We can see each other, but we can't see ourselves. Our kids can see us. And so that's why, you know, when my three-year-old comes up and she hugs me, she's, oh, mommy, I love you. It just hits me. And I'm like, oh, thank you, baby. You know, because she can see me. She can see me in a way and in a light and a perspective that I will never be able to comprehend. Just as if, you know, with my own mom, I cannot see her in the way that she sees herself. I see her differently. She's my mom. She raised me, right? And it's the same thing for you. Sometimes it's hard to see that because we can't see ourselves. But having this kind of almost looking at yourself, you know, as like you step, you step out of your body, you step out of that experience and you look at the facts. You are very intentional about your thoughts about yourself in each phase of life that you're going through. You can say, okay, I did this, right? I experienced this feeling when I was doing this. I did it because of this. That is the truth. That is the fact. That is me taking on a different perspective of myself and allows me to have this kind truth view, this self-compassionate view of myself and what I'm doing and who I am in this moment. Stepping back, stepping even outside of yourself to view yourself from a different perspective. So that is reflection. And then we get to uh, reassurance. Now, reassurance is a little difficult um, because oftentimes you can't draw from, you know, a blank slate, right? We learn how to show ourselves kindness and truth often by our caregivers and often by people who played significant roles in our lives. If they did not model what this looked like, and let's go further, if they never really showed you the self compassion, well, if they never really showed you compassion, right? It can be difficult for you to come up with that. It's like you're, you're, you're starting from scratch almost, right? So it's like, I don't know what this looks like. I don't know how this is supposed to feel because it's foreign to me. And I think that's a really, I think that's a real place to be in. Even as, right, we think about Mother's Day and you might have a, um, a strange relationship with your mother. Um, so to think about, you know, this upcoming holiday or to think about, yourself in this compassionate way as it relates to 
your mom and your relationship with her, it might be difficult, right? Because maybe this like outpouring of compassion was not there. And so when we're drawing from a blank and we're starting over, we're teaching ourselves. And that is very, very difficult. A couple weeks ago, I did this post about it's hard to be the teacher and the student at one time, but that it is, is exactly what motherhood is, right? Like I'm expected to teach my children not to compare when there's oftentimes when I compare or I am expected to teach my kids self-compassion <laughs> when often I struggle with that. And so if you're finding yourself in this place of like, I'm drawing a blank, I don't know how to do this. I think there has to be some teaching for yourself. There has to be some stepping into that role to say, I didn't learn this from anybody outside of me. This was not my experience that people poured their compassionate uh, ways and truths about me. And it's hard to be in that place. But I'm just wondering, right, what it would look like or feel like for you to step into that role and say, all right, I'm going to be the one. I'm going to be the teacher and the student in this space. It's hard. It's difficult, uncomfortable. I have no clue what I'm doing. But I'm going to learn to do this kind of reassurance for myself. I'm going to create, right, going back to that reflection, I'm going to recreate my own version of a perspective that is kind and true about who I am. Even if I'm drawing a blank, even if it's hard, I don't know what it feels like, it feels weird, awkward, I'm not doing it, blah, 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 right? All of those things that come up when we're starting something new. I am the teacher and I am the student. I'm not going to have it right all the time. There is no formula to self-compassion. There is no formula right to doing this the perfect way because there is no perfect way. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try to be the teacher here. All right, what do I need to hear? Chastity, you got this. Chastity, your kids love you. Chastity, that dinner that you cooked, even though it didn't taste the best, okay, it still met their nutritional needs. (laughs) Whatever you have to do. To come back to the truth and do that deep reflection, right? So as you continue to do that reassurance, what you're saying to yourself, make sure you're also backing that up with action, right? So to just say it is one thing, but to believe it and have action that backs it up, that's what we're looking for. So if you're in this um, kind of space where you're self-doubting this this current season? Should I go back to work? Should I not? Should I follow this dream? Should I not? Should I blah, 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 whatever's coming up for you, right? Um, If you kind of find yourself in that and and self-compassion jumps in and it talks about the truth of like, it's okay for you to chase things and for it not to work out the way you want it. It's okay to feel that disappointment that comes with the sting of change, like all of those things. It's like, okay, Well, I'm going to listen to that. I'm going to believe that. I'm going to act on what I just told myself. My actions are going to align with this new kind of thinking, this new perspective. That means I'm going to apply to that job. That means I'm going to start reaching out to other people and my friends to build more cohesive and value aligned relationships, right? Like that means I'm going to start putting some things in place to help me back up this self-compassion that I have just now built for myself. So I think as you act, you get more and more confident and you believe that truth 
even more, right? It just kind of flows out of you. Not all of the time, (laughs) but more naturally than all of the other self-doubt and insecurity because you're kind of retraining yourself in a way that's, that's not what I want to believe anymore. This is. This self-compassion, this kind, this truthful new perspective, that is what I'm going to go with. And my confidence, my trust in myself is being built over and over again into it's really solid in what I think and how I view myself. Now, this doesn't, again, exempt us from feeling the self-doubt or even those kind of inner critics, you're not doing this right, who are you, you should be ashamed of yourself, like those things will come up and it's never our goal to completely get away from any of those feelings or emotions or thoughts. The goal has always been that when they do come up, you don't believe them and you know how to reroute them, right? Because that's the difference between um, us kind of being overwhelmed and, and consumed with those negative thoughts versus us just experiencing them. And that is like this, you know, it, it comes to me and and I soak it in and I, be, and I believe it and it is my truth versus this thought or this belief or this inner critic voice is whispering and it comes to me and I recognize that it doesn't have to be true. And then I can go about my way with a rerouted perspective. So that's kind of what that is, right? So just to review, self-compassion to me is basically this kind truth that you extend to yourself. Even if you're having to borrow it, from the perspective of the people that are around you that rally and love you and cheer you on, that's okay. Do that until it becomes your own voice and your own perspective. And then we're going to do some reflection of what is true, right? Some reflection and intentional thought about what is actually happening. Are the values that we have for our children, for ourselves, our work environment and our career, are those things being carried out? then okay, that's the truth we're going to focus and hone in on. That's the thing that, that's really going to get our blood pumping, right? That's the path that we're going to follow. Then we are going to reassure ourselves by thinking that we're going to reassure ourselves by not only thinking and saying, but also doing and allowing our actions to really align to this kind of new perspective and this new thought that we have, right? So, There you have it. Self-compassion is not a buzzword. It's not something that we should skip over the significance of. We really should adapt this concept of every day. Every time we think about the difficulties of life, of mothering, of being in a relationship, we have this new perspective of ourselves. even if we have to borrow it until it becomes our own, of the truth, right? The truth about what we're doing. So, If you are looking for more support in kind of this creation of your values or this creation of rerouting those beliefs, there is a free resource in the show notes of this show. And so you can definitely grab that. And if you want a deeper dive with me and other moms in my online community, the invitation for you to join us in Momful You Academy is also there. I would love to have you and I will see you soon.